Can you check my Facebook? You de you deactivated your Facebook, huh? I did, and I just activated it so I can check All right, welcome to Emergency 30 Podcast, guys. Huh? So, this is our last podcast before the holidays. Um, and we have a conglomerate of topics we're going to discuss. Including winter solstice. Happy winter solstice. Everyone, right. Trying to set this camera up, right? We at a different location. Come on, let me check on your phone. All right. So we wanted to discuss. Um, there was a very interesting and controversial documentary on uh, HBO called 40 Years a Prisoner. Um, and Nikki wanted to discuss that. Nikki just had a birthday yesterday, y'all. That girl just made 30. <laughs> Why? Happy birthday, Nikki. Happy dirty 30 to me. She ain't even merging 30 no more. She got 30 in a chokehold now. Okay, clearly. Okay, so 40 years a prisoner. For those of you who haven't heard about it or known about it, it's pretty much about this um, group of people that resided in Philadelphia. And they are so significant in history because in 1985 the Philadelphia people on their home and raided their home um, and separated their children from mothers and fathers and they also convicted nine people of murder because on that day an officer died um, so the documentary is on HBO and it follows two of the MOVE movement, uh, that is the organization's name, participants, um, son, who has been working for the past 20 years to get his parents released from prison and this wrongful murder conviction overturned. Um, he was successful, however, I don't know if they have been completely exonerated of the charges of murder. Um, 40 Years a Prisoner shows the interviews that happened locally within their media. Um, 
and it shows why the judge chose to convict these uh, nine people of murder. Um, it's a tragic story. I, I want to give y'all all the details, but at the same time, I don't want to give everything away. But it's pretty much uh, just like the reason why it's so significant today is because recently a Philadelphia mayor, the, the mayor of Philadelphia, is now wanting to apologize to the members of that movement or of that organization um, and how the Philadelphia Police Department chose to react to their um, chose to react to what they whatever it was that they believed was and I guess wrong. that was what kind of threw me for the loop is the entire time I was watching it I was waiting for the part to, for them to say what they were being arrested for in the first place and that's what I was confused on I know uh, they did everything they can to get them out the city. Like, we want them out. They barricaded these people in their yes. home. They cut them off from uh, food and water supply. Yes. Um, for I don't know how long. I think it was like months or something. So that they, they only had food to give to the women and the, and the babies. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see the, one of the interviews when a, a news reporter's back, back in that time, they was like asking the official, uh, so the, the food and water supply is just for the, the women and children? And it was like, yeah, so what if some of the men eat it? And he was like, well, if that's on them, if they want to deprive their children of food, like, you're the one depriving yes. them. Okay. So I, I didn't understand what the charges were in the first place. I, I understand that they got, you know, indicted on a murder charge the day of because the cop there was killed. No but there was, but there they didn't no get it charged. In you know what I'm saying? Like, so they just wanted them was, out. Um, members of the community that resided where their home was pretty much said the home was inhabitable which it was they according to our standards so this movement believed in a pretty much an anti-technology it was essentially a cult like it was like a revolutionary cult they believed in uh animal rights they believed in being free from oppression black people being free from oppression um and they lived their own way now we would call it unconventional i wouldn't live like that but i don't see what you know like the way they came after them like yes, like like it, it public en- enemy one like the way they came they after them and the reason they hard, why they started shooting in the first place from the basement was because they flooded the basement the police officers they had the police officers they had the firemen um, and they, they poured water the in their basement, basement. like just, right. just Where they were filling hiding. up the the, wa- the, the basement. They, yeah, they were hiding in the basement. They started filling it up with water to drown them, to like drown them out. So obviously they're gonna shoot. Obviously they're gonna try to defend themselves. And they were right. doing everything in the book to try to get these people to react or do something illegal, you know, to attack the the police, throwing stuff at them. Like I said, they barricaded them in. Um, their home so nobody could come out or in so if you lived in that division in like the house next door or across the street whatever you didn't have any ID they didn't like let, let you in so yeah it was just I'm I, and I it, I was wrecking my brain trying to figure out why right what did they do so I mean these these are essentially kids they're like they're adults but they're like 20 21 22 they're they're young adults and I'm just you know yeah, so I, I didn't, 
Yeah. I didn't understand that at all. And to 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 go into prison at 21, and you're right. there for 39 years. Right. You know, and and I don't even know if that's legal. Can they? Can that even be legal? See, that, that 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 was that was my question. How can you charge nine people for murder of one person? He the said, bullet came from one gun. Nine people weren't holding the gun. And there and, was no way to even determine right, what gun that they had. Right, because as soon as they got them out of the house, they immediately demolished the house. So all evidence was thrown out. Like, they, you, you didn't have any evidence to see who shot who. So they just charged them. I'm like, is that even legal? Um, so I was conflicted a bit when I saw the film because... I'm on the grill, y'all, so that's why... I'm, she got them oysters yeah, over there rolling. In and out. I had about five of them. Um, I did. The way that we're living. So, like I said, it was pretty much anti-technology, anti-oppression, and it did not follow most of the laws of the land. So they didn't believe in having IDs. They didn't believe mm -hmm. that the government should want to know what they're doing, when they're doing it. Um, they didn't really believe in having jobs or working for any person other than themselves. Um, they didn't, they, they just wanted to live off the land. Um, they didn't believe in processed food, um, you name it. Uh, but they had the kids running around naked. Yeah, the they had naked. animals, straight animals that they had picked up off the street that were living there. Um, they all grew out dreadlocks. They all took up the last name Africa um, after their leader, John Africa. Is it John Africa? Yeah, John yeah. Africa. Um, so when you moved into the household with them, you took up that last name and you began to believe whatever it is that they believed. Um, it, yeah. it, I was conflicted because I was just like, I didn't understand why the police didn't make them understand what it was that they were being charged or arrested for. I didn't feel like there was enough effort, efforts on the authorities' part to let them know, like, you know, why these things were necessary and if you don't comply. There wasn't enough warnings. There wasn't enough of any of that going on. It was just like... Right, because my thing is if they were under arrest for something and you have a warrant for their arrest, you can just go in and arrest them. That never happened. No, they They did like, everything but that. They yes. did. They were antagonizing them to do something illegal so that they could be arrested on something. Right. They uh, was like, anybody who steps off that property, they should be arrested. They barricaded them in. They, um, they took away... Like she said, their water supply, they gave food, but the food was mostly for the children. Um, it was a lot that was going on. But the way that the authorities responded to them, that will always be wrong. Yeah, they didn't handle that right. Right. At there all. Was a and cause. the mayor, Rizzo, yeah. something Rizzo, oh, he was awful, baby. He was. He was unapologetically racist awful you know saying oh well yeah i support uh aggressive police a, a, a progressive police force you have to ask yourself in a situation like this do you want the police to be aggressive or the criminal element what was the crime though and if you're killing people because they have it on they have footage of one of the guys coming out um i think his name was 
Delbert, yeah. Africa. He came out and surrendered, and they just beat the piss out this man. And uh, they charged him. One of the attorneys said, well, we need to charge him with this. And the judge threw it out. He didn't even allow the jury to deliberate. He took it upon himself. Like there, there was a jury of all white people, and the judge said, "No, throw it out." I don't even understand why this made it to to my court in the first place. Um, so that, yeah, that whole documentary just it was just it, it just didn't sit right with me at all. Yeah, they were living like animals, I guess. You know, they were living very primitive. And it probably wasn't the most, sanitary. the most sanitary or healthiest environment. Not so, for children either, I thought. Yeah. But it's like if you have them on that charge, why not like, just get a warrant for their arrest and arrest them? Right. Because they like, were having their children in the home. Their children didn't have birth certificates, so they didn't really recognize yeah. them as citizens of the United States. Um and that's what sparked it. Apparently, it was when a baby died. Uh, a police officer it brought pushed, more attention to it. Yeah, yes. a police officer pushed the mother, and she fell on her child, and uh, cracked, cracked the baby. The skull. Cracked the baby's skull. The baby was on like a month or so, mm -hmm. a month or so old. And um, first, they tried to deny it, saying that no baby was ever there. Then they had they showed the baby, like the body, and it was like the police did this. And there was no punishment. Mm. There was no consequences for that. Yeah. So. Um, I encourage everybody to just, just go watch it for yourselves. It just tells the uh, age-old tale of police brutality against black and brown people for sure. And just um, the reason why it was so important for us is to discuss is because I want our community to understand that what we do and how we handle things and how we are handled is directly affected by the politics and the politicians that reside in each of our communities that we elect. And it's important that we see how these things go because these people were up for re-election and all kinds of things. Mm. They had people who had direct money involved with them that wanted them to take action this way and so we need to be able to understand that and know how to effectively fight against um, these types of scenarios of course we pray to God that they, they won't ever arise but yeah it's happening and it happens and we we have to know more that than happened. just one aspect like that happened right because <laughs> it was it was like the police commissioner was behind it the mayor was behind it um, all kinds of stuff. They say they were saying that the mayor's office was getting phone calls and letters almost um, by the thousands, mm -hmm. um, s stating that he needs to do something about this house. And if he didn't do anything about the house, then they would be they wouldn't vote for him anymore. So these things matter. They they matter. Yeah, but to go away for forty years. It was excessive, and they did. They, they the charged of nine of them with the same. And he, like, you cannot. There's, you can't do that. Like, I yeah, he said he did it because they said that they were one, one person, one unit. They were in unity, and he said based off of what they said, that's how he charged them. But my thing is, how do you know? Because the, the controversy was that it was one of the cops that shot him. 
Right, so what happened was when they went to go and raid that home, uh, uh, there was a shot that went off. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I understood when watching the documentary, the move movement didn't even have possession of their weapons. And, and they the couldn't they get to them because of how fast the, the raid happened. They couldn't get to their weapons. So they just decided to hide in the basements. The weapons were locked away in the basement because, of course, they have children. So it just, um, there's too many unanswered things surrounding that. I believe those people should be completely exonerated of all charges because it was, and one of the guys who was involved and was convicted, he said, this is a fraudulent court. Like you, you can't charge somebody with that. And you can't charge nine people with the exact same crime when it came from one gun. Like that, that, that does not make sense. And you don't even have the, do you have the gun? Do you, do you have the gun? No, you don't. So that was a very, um, deep and, you know, I guess a little heartbreaking documentary, uh, to see that unravel like that, to see like the end result that, uh, that that happened. To, to, see that you can be to some like 21, 22-year-olds. Shit. I got a brother that age. Um, but yeah, so. The name of the documentary is uh, 40, 40 Years a Prisoner, and it was directed by Tommy something, I think. Tom? I don't remember. It was a, a, a white guy. But, um. Yeah, he had everybody that was involved, including the police officers, the attorney at the time, um, some reporters. Uh, yeah, he interviewed everybody, members right, of the movement. That's another thing that makes it so interesting, because everybody who was anybody that was involved in that, they were interviewed. Right, yeah. Including media. Yeah. All right, so I know you want to go back in time a little bit, huh? Right. Talking about uh, this video yes, that circulated a few weeks ago. Um, the the one of the, the restaurant owner, uh, and he owns this restaurant in Houston, right? I think it's in Texas, Houston, and uh, he. Apparently there was some woman dancing, twerking, standing on his furniture and everything. Um, from what I got from the story was that he told them, he asked them nicely once or twice and they kept doing it. Yeah. And the third time is what you see on the video of him, you know, going off. Uh, I don't even remember what he said. He was just, he said to tell him, you know, the... Get off his get off his shit. <laughs> yeah. right. get off his Um One thing I do remember him saying that I didn't too much care for. He said something along the lines of, you know, I'm trying to get brothers to respect women, but y'all have to give them something to respect. All men say that. I don't agree with that. Like that's cringy to me. So it's like you're automatically going to disrespect me unless I give you something by your standards to respect. I heard a few people say that. That's weird to me. They say they try you first. 
Well, yeah, men are, are testers. They test each other. Hell, yeah, they, they, that's what they like to do. Mm-hmm. They say they try you first. Oh. And then, then when they, then when they fail the test, you're crazy. Right. Oh, y'all women crazy. But you, but you pushed me. Like you <laughs> did what you did intentionally to get a reaction. You see how I was gonna do something? Like it's the biggest mindfuck in history. Y'all. Like, um. I don't agree with the way he handled it. Let me see do some I comments. Agree? Do I believe that it should have been handled? Yes. Do I agree with the way he handled them? Hecky no. Like, ugh. first of all, don't don't come at it and make it seem like the twerking was an issue, because the way he was the way he was stating it was it wasn't what they were doing. It was how they were doing it. Meaning he was saying because they were leaning on his window. Mm-hmm. And it it could have been a potential lawsuit if they yeah. would have fell out the window. They were standing on his equip on his furniture, um, which also was just that was a lot too. Yeah, that's the most right. But the way he came at them was as if though them having a good time in whichever way they choose to have their good time was a problem, and so. I don't know. Uh, first of all, as the owner, I don't think you should have got involved. Don't you have a manager for that? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should have got involved. Right. Hey. How you doing? Yeah. All right. All right. Um, she finished. Almost. Um, and any manager would have just been like, I'm going to ask you know, have to ask you to please refrain from standing on the furniture, doing this, doing that, and you know, of course, we want y'all to have a good time. Or they just call the police and had them escort you out. Or call the restaurant security and had them escort you out. Like, why do we feel the need to be extra? <laughs> like, there's a professional way to do things. I don't think that was a professional way to handle it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't um, agree with the standing on the furniture. But also, at the same time, it's like, if you're going to play that kind of music, you're going to get that kind of... There's a reason why when you go to Applebee's, they play a particular type of music, you know, any restaurant really, they play a very particular type of music. It ain't nothing you could really just dance to and gyrate to. Right. Um, they're trying to attract a certain audience. So, um, I didn't too much agree with that, with that part of it, but, oh, <laughs> this is like a walk through, walk up window. Chicken. She got some oysters on the grill, y'all. She got chicken on the grill. She got shrimp on the grill. She got some French bread on the grill. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. of that going on. I said bring me that chicken. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess that would take us into is do you think twerking or yeah, I guess you could say that. Is it more tribal or is it more derogatory should it have even been that big of an issue in the first place i know i understand that they were standing on the furniture and stuff like that but the whole give a man something to respect he was referring to the way they were dancing um about to get you some moisture the man to cooking. <laughs> That's all she cooked. She got them all. I think so. Y'all shook, she shook them all. I mean, you did all of them. I mean, I'm like two or three left. 
really? You want to take this inside? Y'all have some? I have some. Okay. You got nothing else to pull over there? What you say? She had a few more to What you got now? Girl, I just done pause this pocket. <laughs> what, you, what you got? This is an oyster. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, so do what what are your thoughts on that? What was it again? Um, twerking. Is it more tribal or is, is it derogatory, tribal? What is it? Do you think you would have responded that way if they was in that belly dancing? Some Hawaiian woman? Right. That's what I want. Well, I think if they were standing on his equipment. Well, yeah, if they was doing that, then yeah. Um. Uh, Turkin. How do I feel about Turkin? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. But for those of you who are well at it, I do enjoy seeing it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> for myself I do it in the privacy of my own home or at like a, a house party or something like that with a group of people that I feel comfortable with um, I don't think there was anything wrong with twerking if you hey if you confident enough to do that you feeling yourself enough to do that then okay yeah I just don't think I feel like it shouldn't even be a matter of giving a man something to respect like that that just bothers me you gotta give me something to respect, and I and I've seen men. I've heard men say it as well. You know, uh, I don't mind a woman dressing, you well, know, dressing the way she dresses, but she gotta give me something to respect. Why they don't respect us when we walk away? When we don't want them, where's that respect? They do be cussing us out. They do. Like, they where's where's that respect? I don't want you. Where where do we get the respect from? That. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, like, you, they all, is it the idea that you automatically going to disrespect someone unless they give you something to respect? Like, that's, that's see, that's, that, is that why y'all getting killed left and right? Is that it? Y'all playing with each other like that? Something going on. Something like, happening. What, 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 what you mean? But I, I, I've heard men say that, you know, I don't, I'm against rape and all that, but if she dressed in a certain kind of way, then I... Oh my God! <laughs> you are a rapist if you said that. <laughs> <laughs> you are a complete rapist if you said that first. I'm sorry. Like that's the first sentence. Right, but it, yeah, if she dressed a certain way, like if she carrying herself, like I was talking to my friend about that, and you know, because someone she knew said said made that statement. And it's like, I mean, what do you mean dress a certain type of way? Different styles of dress turn different men on so but yeah. yeah get them shrimp off the grill she is over here doing the most y'all she was so unprepared now 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 peep this she the one who wanted to change the date to monday i did come monday she ain't ready i was late getting my day started i was ready that's all it was. I was just late getting the day started. Mm-hmm. What's the next stop? Um, holiday, holiday cheer. Happy winter solstice. Um, today begins winter. 
Today is also the great conjunction. Um, it's like when you can see Jupiter and I think it's Saturn. Oh, the closest. Okay, that's what my was doing yeah. So today is a good time for meditation and any spiritual rituals that you may do. You're gonna be feeling stuff today. I know they were talking about superpowers. I don't know where that came from. Black people getting superpowers on the twenty first. I don't know who said it. I have yet to see a video of it. <laughs> but I I don't know what that was all about. I'm assuming they were talking about the Great Conjunction. Um, so it only happened on the 21st of December or something? Yeah, the, the, the Great Conjunction, it only happens like once in a while, I think. Oh, them do look good. Oh, he didn't give me one of them. Thank you. I had just put them on the room. Yeah. All right, all right. They got flavor. They got flavor. That's that good. That's that good. But anyway, so yeah, the Great Conjunction is happening today, tonight. Um, well, I think it already started, if I'm not mistaken. So I did my journaling last night, meditated, um, did some prosperity and abundance manifestation meditations. Um, so you can do that. And I don't know. I've never heard of anything that you talk about. What the work convention is? None of that. Once it's all None of that. Wow. You learn something new every day. It's got to be. So. So holiday spirit. Are you in it? Christmas. Do you do it? Do you not do it? I had over Christmas a long time ago. The same. Yeah, I ain't never really just been a holiday person like that. So. Go ahead, comment your thoughts about Christmas. Let me check some of these comments. <clears throat> Lachey Alexander on Facebook. Hi, Lachey. Thank you for joining us. Says, folks, just disrespectful, and there's no changing that. The way someone dresses shouldn't change you as a respectful person. Yeah. It shouldn't. But clearly, they didn't get that memo. They, they didn't. They didn't learn that in school. That's, yeah, they, they, that's trifling. Um, but thank you, Lachey, for that. Um, somebody else had a comment on it. Oh, Alex. Alex said that's not an excuse. She said, I'm coming. Um, don't. <laughs> Stay put. It is, it isn't an excuse. She um, wants some oysters and stuff. Fellas, she try Jesus. Not me. We throw hands nowadays. Cause I throw hands. You know, Shadai will fight you. Yeah, 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 I will fight yeah, you. Yeah. Alexandra gonna call us, but she gonna fight you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't wanna fight anybody. I mean, I will if I have to. Right. But I know how bad it could. I don't have any rules. That's why I try to. But I think women I have been have in a, a position of power lately, where they we are changing the rules and we are shaking up the playground a little bit. Mm -hmm. So where it's being understood that these things won't be tolerated. Um. As a TV buff, one of the shows that I watched on HBO Max was um, the TV show with Michael Cole, where she explored her being raped. She was actually raped twice. So the first time she was raped, she was actually physically raped while on a drug at um, at a club. She took the drugs herself. That was that was her consent of 
being on the drugs and things like that. But the way that she was set up um, with these two guys that she completely didn't know by a friend of hers. Um, they joined their little party and one of the guys actually followed her into the bathroom and the other guy kind of covered for him. Um, and she was raped in the bathroom and then the next time she was raped because the guy chose to have sex with her and he did not use the condom. He took the condom off. So that was another form of rape. So she walks through her different breakdowns and interactions with people and experiencing that and then there was also a guy on there who is her gay friend and he was aggressively dry humped while on a date and he wasn't comfortable with that and he asked him to stop like <laughs> it, it's, it's, really, funny, it's literally considered I think it's considered sexual assault creepy it is that's definitely sexual um, assault but because he didn't choose to name him or press charges or whatever. Um, I think it's a little hard for men to, you know, come out about stuff like that. Women too, but, you know, men, they have this ego thing. I don't care if you gay, straight, whatever. At the end of the day, you're still a man. So they have this ego thing where they don't want to come out about stuff like that. Yeah, that it was hard to watch, so... It was awkward to watch, really. It, it sounds awkward. Yeah, he was, I guess he thought yeah, the guy was really hater. cute, or whatever the case may be. And he literally, like, well, they had already had sex. Mm. And he literally, like, pulled down his pants and dry humped him. That is disgusting. Like, that is... He thought that was okay. I and mean, he was, like, breathing in his ear and everything. And it was just like... That is disgusting. That's the type of stuff you get up and you kick somebody in the face for. You do. You cowboy kick the shit out. But, I mean. Um, So, that was another (laughs) TV show (laughs) that I watch. Um, I can honestly say that I did not know, like, when you expect a condom and they don't have a condom on, I didn't know that was considered a form of rape. So, I learned that through a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I've I've heard of that, but I had never heard of anyone actually like being charged because of that. He, I'm not sure if he was charged, but she did publicly humiliate him and the industry that he works for. <laughs> oh, you taking no kind? <laughs> and so. This nigga take all kinds in the mouth. <laughs> right. She literally said, like, you know, he raped me or what have you. And, yeah. Yeah, that's the... That's oh, yeah, it's called I May Destroy You. I May Destroy You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'm good on that. I don't think I want to watch that one. I like Michael LaCole. You know, she did uh, Gumball. What What is it? Gum? Chewing Gum? Chewing Gum on Netflix. I have no idea what that okay. is. Okay. But yeah, I liked it her. So I watched it because of her. Yeah. Euphoria's back out. Um, I don't understand the drug culture. I really don't get the show, but I like the show. I don't get the, the drug thing though. What is it? Euphoria. Euphoria. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't watch that stuff like that. I, I'm so over the whole drugs and I didn't even know we were talking about movies yet. But since we are on the topic, I'm over the whole drug pl- 
plot theme movie TV shows. I apparently I just find it hard like, to care. Like the cartel, I got these drugs. Like who gives a shit? And you got the cops after the drugs. Like I just find well, it so one, hard to care. Like this one is more so about her being an actual drug addict. She mm-hmm. she actually has overdosed. Like and it just talks about the world that she's in that she lives in the neighborhood and stuff like that her exploring love and different um i guess wants needs whatever like she's finding herself she's 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 still in high school but apparently the drug culture thing is a big thing with the millennials so maybe i i I just find it so hard i'm just over it it's like what's going i know how it's going to end like it's the same movie over and over again. Like, how many times are we gonna go through well, this? Well, this is a, it's a series. Um, it's not for everybody. It's not everybody's taste. So it's definitely not mine. But like, I love. Uh, you're either gonna die. Or you're gonna go to jail. I love movies and stuff around Christmas. So, yeah. Yeah. But did you see my rainy's Black Bottom? I did. That I just finished deep. watching that yesterday. That was deep. I like that. My rainy's Black Bottom. Hmm. Hmm. That's why we tell y'all, go see a therapist, check your issues at the door. Because it affects everybody. What you do affects everybody yeah. around I definitely appreciated it because it was like, you can tell, even you know from the first scene, this was a play, which I didn't know at the time. It, it was based off of a, a play, but you can tell because of the monologue and you know the limited scene setting, mm-hmm. like maybe two settings. Um, and like, it seems like a lot of actors, from what I noticed, they prefer the stage. They they prefer that kind of acting. I think there's a different like authenticity and, about yeah, it. Yeah, and TV shows, you could tell that they they prefer that. So I I definitely appreciated that. Um, and that being Chadwick Boseman's last hurrah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That was like the second movie them two played in, huh? Together, Viola Davis and Chadwick. Um, it was in James Brown together. She was she played his mother. But yeah, that was good. I appreciated that. Anything else? Yeah, we'll talk about Christmas. Oh. Um, How are you just gonna go back and forth? Christmas. <clears throat> Um, are y'all down with it? Are y'all celebrating it? Not celebrating it? Christmas. Bring it down, girl. It's gonna pick up on that. I don't do Christmas. I don't do Christmas. Yeah. At all. Um. Is that a family thing or is it just a Nicolette thing? It's, um, more of my immediate family. So, like, me and my mom, you know, we're being followers of Christ. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Christ didn't tell us to celebrate his birthday. Um, also, there is scientific reasoning to believe that December 25th is not his birthday. Yeah, I always heard he was born like sometime in January or something. Something, yeah. Whatever, whatever the North Star or whatever. There's some scientific reasoning behind it. Um, but just biblical reasoning, period. Uh, we don't. We just continue celebrating it. And, um... Christmas to me is an ugly holiday. Like, 
to make people want unnecessary things, especially children, I think that's just, that's disgusting. But, I mean. Yeah, I, I. Happy holidays. I ain't really a Christmas person like that. Um, it's just way too commercialized for me. It's too commercialized. Um, matter of fact, I was watching something today. I think it was The View. And they were like talking. That's I don't watch shows like that. My uncle had it on. So I don't watch it because they piss me off. I don't like their, their point of view. Like, I, I don't like it. I don't agree with it. I don't like it. And they was, were talking about Melania Trump. And they had her on a recording. A recording of her got out and leaked of her talking about Christmas decorating. She was like, I have so much stuff to do. Who cares about uh, effing Christmas? I don't feel like decorating for Christmas. Who Why? gives a shit about Christmas? Christmas decorating. And they dragged her. They were like, what do you mean you don't care? It's Christmas. And, uh, and oh, my God. And how can you not care about decorating for Christmas? And, and it's like, we all care about it. Like, no, we all don't. We all don't. I've never really just been a Christmas person. And, like, now this year, <laughs> after seeing with. years of people go broke on Christmas, go broke. Oh, baby, somebody playing with them. I know they lying. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't like it. Um, after years of seeing people go go broke, trying depression, to measure the, up the amount of depression Chris, that comes around this time of the year. Right, and now this year people just broke. Period, and still you know, trying to nah. make stuff happen, and it's just like it ain't worth it. It's, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't care for what we have made Christmas out to be. Um, I think the the best thing about this time of year for me is like the lights. I like to see all the different lights and how people yeah. decorate. That's really cute. But um, as far as Melania Trump, I mean, she she's from a communist country. I'm pretty sure they didn't celebrate a whole bunch of holidays wherever yeah. she's from. So, and um, they're making her do all this stuff as a part of her job. I would feel like sure they hate me, baby, because I walk like that, walk around there like uh, Melly Fitzgerald when she lost her son. In a robe with a bucket of chicken. <laughs> Happy holidays, miracle. Yeah, well, that's Christmas. Um, yeah, we don't really do that around here. <laughs> but we do recognize Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa, yes, I do enjoy Kwanzaa season, uh, and it amazes me how many people in our age and a little older that still don't know about it like they still either they don't celebrate it or they don't know about it but a lot of people just don't know um but yeah kwanzaa starts the day after christmas december 26 uh and it's a time where it's more like a family um holiday and a community holiday as well so and it goes on for seven days and each day is a different principle um and the principles are called the Nguzo Saba which means first fruits on during Kwanzaa gifts are not really given you do have Zawadis it does mean gifts and they're usually something that's handmade or meaningful um so yeah just just something it, it, it's not like you go out on Christmas and you buy you spend all this money like that defeats the entire purpose of Kwanzaa um, the gifts are usually handmade like I said and meaningful and a lot of times they're for the children 
Um, so the first day of Kwanzaa is the first principle, which is Umoja, which means unity. The second day is Kujichagalia, which means self-determination. The third day is uh, Ujima, which means collective work and responsi responsibility. <clears throat> the fourth day is Ujima, which is cooperative economics. And then... Umba. I think Kaumba is next. Let me see. Okay. Oh no, it's Nia, which means purpose. Um, Kaumba is the sixth day, which means creativity. And Imani is the seventh day, um, which means faith. And that's the day that you you just celebrate at home. Well, what you got going, baby girl? What you need to do? Uh, the grill went out a little bit. How much you, well, you gotta get that back on now. Yeah. <laughs> How much more you had to go on? Just a few pieces of chicken. Uh oh. Watch yourself. Don't get beside yourself. I know. <laughs> Don't get my time. Go ahead though. <laughs> so yeah, the last day of Kwanzaa is usually celebrated at home with the family and that is Imani, which means faith. And that brings you into the new year. So it starts oh, on the 26th. myself up. <laughs> Just do what I do. <laughs> um, I think that was it. Is somebody calling me? Somebody is calling me. Oh, I have to call him back. Um, oh, my bad. Abdul says, I totally agree. I didn't start watching Power to the last sessions, last season. Malik said, Wah, wah, Malik. But yeah, that was the gist of today's topic. Like I said, we had a conglomerate of things going on. The 40 Years a Prisoner, the video from a few weeks ago, movies. Um, yeah, I'm going to start my little segment about TV because I, I watch a lot of TV. I watch a lot of movies. So, yeah, I think um, a lot of people have a lot to say about um, different shows and stuff like that. And I always believe that TV holds some amount of truth to it. So, there you go. Yeah. Okay. So thank you all so much for joining us on tonight. Oh, no. We'll see you all next time. Yep. Yeah, Happy I birthday to all of my Sagittarius and December babies. Well, really only the Sagittarius. Okay. 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 Okay.